Hey, what's up? This is Sully from Godsmack. Strap on those boots, baby, because you are now in the trenches of the war room with the one and only Mistress Carrie right here on the Mistress Carrie podcast. Hey, it's Mistress Carrie reporting for duty from MCHQ for after action report number four. So if you've subscribed to the Mistress Carrie podcast, we also give you after action reports when we have guests on Cocktails in the War Room, which is every Tuesday night at 830 live on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash WAF. And if you don't have Facebook, we put the episodes up after the fact on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash C slash Mistress Carrie. So everybody can get into the war room. But if you miss the interviews when we have guests, well, I put them up as podcast episodes for you as well. This episode of Cocktails in the War Room was sponsored by Latini Creative Solutions, who you can find at latinicreative.com, and also by Jumptown Skydiving, who you can find at jumptown.com. Now, before we get into it, I want to put a plug in for the Mistress Carrie Backstage Pass, which is available on my official Patreon The Mistress Carrie Backstage Pass is a way for you to get uh, insider information, extra content, videos, pictures, uh, insider gossip. There's polls, a lot more interaction. And when I launch the Mistress Carrie online store, there's also going to be discounted merchandise available for people that have Mistress Carrie Backstage Passes. So go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Mistress Carrie, and get yourself a Mistress Carrie Backstage Pass. This After Action Report features Mike Mushak from Stained and St. Asonia. Now, Mike Mushak and Adam Gontier from St. Asonia were on episode nine of the Mistress Carrie podcast. And if you missed that episode, you can go in the description of this After Action Report and the link is right there and you can listen to it. The link to the corresponding playlist for that episode of the podcast is also linked in the description of this After Action Report, filled with fantastic music, everything from Stained and St. Asonia to Three Days Grace and all of the bands that Mike and Adam and I talked about as well. But Mike Mushak joined us for a cocktail in the war room Tuesday night, August 18th, and here is his interview. But speaking of the podcast, I don't want to leave him waiting too much longer. He's been sitting there listening to Wednesday's squeaking. So I told you guys that we were going to have a special guest in the war room tonight. And so I want to welcome Mike Mushok from St. Asonia and Stained. What's going on, Mike? Hi there. How are you doing? I'm good. Can everybody hear Mike okay? Is everybody good? There's no technical difficulties? I was on the... Huh? You got this figured out? I, I don't know, Mike. I was at AAF for 22 years and I had an engineer. So anytime something was broken, I just off, called right. somebody and now I'm doing it all myself. So sometimes things impressive. don't work. That's impressive. So I can hear you fine. I hope that, yeah, fuck yeah. Everybody says awesome. Hello. Uh, what's up, Mike says Bish. Hey, Mike says Jeff. Everybody says we're good. War we're Room good. Uh, up, still waiting. So far, so good, says Renee. Good here, says Monica. Marcel says it sounds good. Loud and clear, says David. So I think we're we're good to go. How are you holding up? I'm doing fine. Yourself? I'm good. It's a little warm in here. And of course, I got the pug cam over here. I can't have you and Wednesday on the pug cam at the same time. So I would have my dog. My dog wouldn't fit in the camera picture. Why? What kind of a dog is it? Newfoundland. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Not- Holding about 100 pounds. 100 pounds? 
at nine months. Oh my God. And they shed like crazy, right? Um, eventually we had, we had one, we had to, unfortunately, right after this, we got him March 1st, April 23rd. I, uh, Lulu, I, uh, we had to say, yeah, I'm so a, sorry. She got sick about three weeks after we got the new guy and, oh. uh, oh my God. Is there was, anything worse than losing a pet? Seriously. I, I said to my wife, I go, I don't remember the last time I cried like that. I mean, it was literally like, it's, it's awful. And she was the best dog ever. That's, and that's why we got the same breed because she was the best. I mean, right. She exactly what she wanted. She did it. She was just, there, there was no better. She was really great. And Ollie, our new guy is, uh, not Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nicest shit talking ever. Not the dog Lulu. is great, yeah. but not Lulu. Yeah, no, not Lulu, will. but that's okay. He's, he's, he's got a big personality. It's As, nice that you got a nice portable small dog that you could take on tour too. Oh yeah. No, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wednesday's like the star of her own. She has her own Instagram. You can follow her on Instagram at Wednesday, the goth pub, just in case. And she gets Instagram mail. If I had ever been on Instagram or had it, I would do that. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny when we did the podcast episode, which by the way, thank you very much. You and Adam uh, did the podcast for me a couple weeks ago. And I always try to tag the people that are on the podcast and stuff when I put up Instagram posts and tweets and stuff. And I was like, come on, Mike, like get with it. Cause half of the pages you didn't even have. None of them. And I'm going to tell you a funny story. So 2013, you know, Stain kind of stopped playing around. We put out our last record 2011. Yeah, when and you so, didn't break up. Right, we didn't break up. Right. We put it out, and Aaron, we know it, it already started as kind of his country career, and he was, you know, but he had a record came out about the same time as ours, and he he continued with that. So now I'm scrambling, you know. I mean, it's like I knew it was coming, but it's like, okay, I had all these years we would, you know, you record a record, you go out, you tour for a year and a half, you come home, take a little time off, you record a record, you go tour. Yeah, you're you in a this, you're in a cycle. You're in that, yeah, you know. And then it stops and you're like, okay, all this income that I had from doing these things is no, I got to figure something out. So anyways, one of the calls that I had gotten was to, uh, Jason Newstead, uh, formerly Metallic was looking for a guitar player and this was in 2013. So, uh, I had to go out to Los Angeles for some meetings or whatever. And he lives in, uh, Northern California. So, uh, he had sent me some songs. I learned a bunch of songs. We went and played. I, uh, I was staying at a hotel down the street. Uh, he had some else audition. He called me back and we were, we were actually just hanging out, having a drink or whatever in his kitchen. And, uh, he goes, you know, he goes, I knew I had heard of you. I'd heard of stained. He goes, but I really didn't know that much about you. So he goes, you know, I went on, I went online. I tried to find your Facebook page and I got tried. He goes, you don't have any of that. I'm like, I'm like, no, he's like, that's how I knew I'd like you. <laughs> Hey, we learned a couple weeks ago on the podcast from Chris Trainer from Bush that Jason Newstead's a fantastic babysitter. Did he babysit your kids too? No. <laughs> not, no. Well, I um, one of the things that we did not talk about in the podcast episode very much because Adam was in the podcast as well and we were talking a lot about how you guys were adjusting and how it can be difficult being a band because he's in Canada and can't come here and you're here and can't go there. Right. But one of the things we didn't really focus on, and it's the one thing that everybody is asking about in the comments, is Stained. So you brought it up. You guys were supposed to go out on tour this summer. 
And oh. there are a lot of rumors that Aaron leaked with Sully and all this stuff about working yeah. on new music. So can you just fill us in on everything we're allowed to know and then maybe slide us a little bit of information we shouldn't know? Um, yes, it was it was very disappointing, you know, after all these years that, you know, we we finally had these shows lined up. We played last fall. We did a handful of shows and they were they were great. It was, you know, it was uh it was a lot of fun to be back on stage playing those songs again. And uh, we had this tour lined up in these festivals in May and then this pandemic hit and everything kind of went away. So now, you know, everything's kind of being moved to next year. And listen, hopefully we can get to the point where we're all good and can actually do them. Right. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some music kicking around, you know what I mean? We'll we'll see what happens. Uh I know Aaron's working on some of his stuff and, you know, I have a bunch of stuff that I recorded and I mean, no time like the present when we're not really doing anything, right? Well, so. that's what I was going to say is that, you know, you had such a huge opportunity this year to be not broken up anymore and go back out on the road again. And now the entire industry and business is kind of frozen right. in time right now. And so many people are bumping things to next year and they're working on music. I, I mean, we've talked a lot about it in the podcast with different artists about, do you release new music right now or do you hold it because you can't tour? And I don't know how you can. I know Cedar's putting their record out. I mean, I'm really looking forward to that. But I I mean, it seems like the only way you promote things is by getting out there. And I mean, yeah. especially what you used to do with radio stations to get things played. I mean, you have that where you go into town, you go to the station, you, you know what I mean? You do things and it it helps, it helps things along. Right. You know, so Jeff just said 2020 can eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, no, there's I mean, some jokes we have in the war room, Mike, just to clue you in. And one of them is bags of dicks. <laughs> someone, someone sent me, her name's Monica. She sent me some gummy dicks and it's called dicksbymail.com. I'm working on getting them to sponsor the podcast. And, uh, so we talk about bags of dicks a lot around here. I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I've heard it before. <laughs> uh, it, it made me lose my train of thought completely. So though. you're talking <laughs> about working on music this year and because like working with radio stations that you would do promotions with stations to promote a record and a tour. I would think, I mean, I would think if I had a record, I wouldn't want to put it out right now. Cause I mean, you kind of have to get out there on the road and support it. Right. I mean, that's, that's really what it boils down to these days is you have to go out there and work and, uh, and play and, and that's really like a record now is kind of that calling card to give you the you know the pass to go back out on the road and play some new music and go and tour again right i mean joshua says that the disturbed stained bad wolves tour in mass next year is on his birthday the rescheduled date so all right joshua we'll see you there then we got that to look forward to then i mean we that did. was definitely one of the and i know the disturbed guys because it was a 20th anniversary celebration for them too so it's like and Aerosmith is pushing back their 50th anniversary tour to the 51st anniversary. I mean, it really did kind of fuck everything up. I mean, it's especially in this this industry, what we do. I mean, and it it just it just doesn't. I mean, it's going to be hard for that to, you know, to come back to. Monica right? says my name is now associated with bags of dicks. And Brian, what's up, Brian? He's watching the Philippines right now, which is very cool. So. People join us in the war room from all over. Hey, uh, I want to introduce you. People have spotted it in the comments. Um, 
we're going full Fernandez tonight. I have a buddy, an army buddy that I was in Afghanistan with named Fernandez who makes the world's best sangria. And oh this is God. this is a mug that somebody gave me and sent to me. And uh, we have reasons to celebrate that we're going to talk about in a couple that, of minutes. That a sangria. That's not a glass of sangria. <laughs> Mike, it's a glass. Okay. This is the war rooms are no judgment zone, Mike. I don't, I feel like you're judging me right now. I'm jealous because I don't have any of that. All I have is I put a, a beer in a cup. That's all I That's have. That's all you have? Well, yeah. when when the tour happens next year, I promise you that I will get Fernandez to make you sangria because he legit makes the best sangria on the planet. And he dropped it off today. Because of COVID, he drops pictures of sangria off like in my bushes. Oh, my God. And he'll text me and be like you know, target acquired or, you know, some kind of military jargon or whatever. And then I'll go out in the bushes and there's a picture of sangria out there waiting. So mm. nice. Can't go wrong with that. It's delicious. So I'll have him make you some. Um, that would be great. What else have you been doing to kind of, I mean, we talked a lot in the podcast and if you guys have questions for Mike, uh, put them in the comments, especially if it's stuff that we didn't really talk about in the podcast. But what else have you kind of been doing besides kicking around music that may or may not be stained music or whatever? Like, because I wanted to show you a couple things. Go. I grew purple tomatoes in my garden. These are an actual thing. Did you know that? Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. These are purple cherry tomatoes. And okay. then And then I like to do things big, Mike. Uh-oh. What do you got? Let's see this cucumber zucchini. What is it? This is a summer squash. Yeah, okay. It looks like a fucking pumpkin, but I brought it in the war room because I wanted to show you. You can tell that there's nothing in the world going on when I'm growing shit like this in my garden. Like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Do we eat that? I, I, not in one sitting. You thought yeah. my sangria glass was big? What? You know that? You know those spiralizer things? Right. What, what? what am I supposed to make? Pasta out of this fucker? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? No. I have no idea. I've not eaten that much squash in my entire life. <laughs> I can see the music trades now. Mistress Carrie interviews Mike Mushok, talks about squash. <laughs> That's how exciting I am. Squashzilla says Will. Oh my God. Shit. Wow. Holy Barba Papa of squash. Oh my God. Do you remember the Barba Papas when we were kids? I don't. You don't remember they were little blobs, car little cartoon blobs, and they could turn themselves into like any shapes. You don't remember the Baba Papas? I think I'm older than you. Not by much. You can't. They, we don't have a generation gap or anything. I don't remember that at all. Really? Yeah, not at all. Oh, I'm my so God. Joshua I'm says everything is a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> wow. See? Welcome to the war room. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Squash wow. and dick, says Tim. Squash on steroids. What is in your soil? It's got to be the bodies I have back there. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got to get you a, a cam for the dog. Like, it's going to have to be wide angle, though. Yeah, I know. But I mean, the thing is, that, that would just mean that I have other things that I have to do that I wouldn't yeah, do. Yeah, it's not your bag. I have to subscribe to these other things that you speak of that I don't know what they are. I'd have to figure them out. And you texted just, me. You're like, I haven't used Skype in forever. I'm like, I'm like, we've been socially distancing and quarantined for like six months. And you're like, I haven't used Skype in a while. I'm like, aren't you talking to anyone online? What are you doing? 
well, FaceTime and Zoom is usually the seems to be the thing of. Uh, yeah, that's this. true. The new one today I'd never heard of Teams. One of my partners is like, are you on Teams? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I can. <laughs> Annette says I'm 50 and I remember the Baba Papas. Okay, so I'm only a year older than you. How do I not remember that? Well, that's or, what a, that's what Annette says. Know, yeah. I don't know what was it on. I have no idea. It was no like record. a it was like a cartoon. It was like a kids cartoon. Can you guys put some links up in the comments so the that thing, Looney Tunes was my Flintstones, Jetsons. That's yeah. I, I don't know Baba Papas. I mean, Captain go and, go back uh, and look at all the Looney. ones we watched when we were kids. Isn't it amazing that we survived our childhoods with everybody shooting themselves in the face? <laughs> it was great though. <laughs> Greetings from Holyoke, says Jim. I've been social distancing for 54 years, says Frank. Been on lockdown for six months in the Philippines, says Brian. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Holyoke was where Stain played its first gig. Ever? Ever. What, what was, give me the details on the first gig. The Waterfront, it was called, in Holyoke. We played our first gig there. I remember we opened with Cracker Man. That's about all I remember. Was that in Aaron's hot pink eyebrows phase or was this pre-pink eyebrows? Do you remember? That was, I think that was way later. Wow. Yeah. What no, year this, was this that? Been, uh, January of 95. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause no, I remember, I remember when I, when I really started hanging around the AF studio, like, you know, 97, before I even started my show in 98, I remember Carmelita talking about you guys. And there were some stained um, stickers in the studio. And I remember like this old sales guy or whatever. He's like, do you think they know they spelled the name of the band wrong? <laughs> like, yeah, we're pretty sure that they they know. Yeah, I know that. I remember we went up there one night. They She did that Sunday night show. Yeah. And we went up one night, which was, you know, I mean... For us, it was, you know, the greatest thing. I was telling somebody about that local bazooka year that you guys played because I was supposed to skydive in and introduce you guys at the Fitchburg airport and it rained and the clouds were so low that I couldn't do it. Right. And yeah. I just, I wanted to do that so bad. That would have been great. I don't remember. Uh, I'm not that far off. I don't remember them. No wonder, says Sabrina. I saw you guys in Springfield, says Jim. Saw Stain and Three Doors Down a long time ago, says Bish. Um, the Infinity Rock Club was the bomb, says Carrie. Oh, that was so. Our first gig was at Waterfront, and then Infinity was where we always played. And then our, there's kind of like our, I think we opened for somebody at the Waterfront. Yeah, we did. We opened for some other band. And then we got a night at the Infinity. And I remember they sold out a beer at like 1130. The place was. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was always play there. We talked a lot about your kids in the podcast because you have twin 13 year olds. And yeah, one of the things that you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, 13 going on 20. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, rock stars always talk about how their kids just don't think they're cool. I mean, even Slash's kids don't think he's cool and he's fucking Slash, right? Yeah, yeah. He's Where cool. I can say that. It's it's Slash and his kids still don't think he's cool. Right. So when you're out with the kids, like where's the most random weird place that you heard your music 
And did the kids even realize it? Like, well, you know, what's weird is that, and a lot of people have told me this, there's some like Muzak tape that has, I think it's so far away, Muzak version, they play at grocery stores. No. I've had people from like all over, like, so they, these grocery stores must have like this service they subscribe to or something. I'm With so, like approved music or whatever. So there's like a Muzak version of So Far Away that plays and people like Randy will just say, I heard you in the grocery store. <laughs> that's, that's but with the kids, I, they, you know, they usually do pick up, you know what I mean? If, if it's me, um, I don't know, I would say that, but I, I've, I've heard that one in the grocery store before. I'm like, Oh, there it is. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. I love all of those stories about like, you know, dad dropped me off down the street. Totally. Even though, even though you're the rock stars that like people are so excited to meet and think are so cool. It's like your kids are just like, no, that's my old dad with the long hair. Right. For uh, years, like whenever we go anywhere, the first thing my daughter do is take my hand. And like whenever we went, and this lasted up until about halfway through fifth grade and it broke my heart. I got to tell you, I remember I was like a chaperone at like a field day thing and she was with all her friends. And I was like, Maddie, don't you want to give your dad a hug? And chased her around the field trying to give her a hug. <laughs> she was mortified. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my. I heard music versions of metal songs in the dentist's waiting room, says Michael. So uh, yeah. Joseph says he heard it at Market Basket. So that's how you know your career has gone to another level, Mike, because you're on the Market Basket playlist now. Yeah, there you go. See, I told you. Yeah. I mean, Somehow this is, I don't know who got this out there, who put it there. I hope I'm getting my pennies for it though. That's all I know. Well, that's what I was going to say is that because, you know, you guys write that music that even though it's not your version that you would still get licensing money for it, which is hilarious. Right. Right. Um, Producer Mike. So we call him producer Mike because he was the guy that went to Afghanistan with me in 2011. He wanted to know what is your favorite mass venue to play because he remembers seeing you at City Hall Plaza. That was that was great. I remember that too. I remember they made us go on early for that. The cops were, came back and like, "Oh, you guys got to go on right now." So, <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. I think that was like a free show for like a record release thing. Um, favorite mass venue? Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, we used to play the Hippodrome in Springfield. Oh which yeah, always a fun place to play. Um, I, the pavilion out by Boston's fun to do. I like, I like that one. Um, I don't know wherever people show up. I'm pretty, pretty happy with usually, usually in the war room. Well, the war room started as a nightly thing during the pandemic and stuff, right? We did 81 nights in a row and now we just get together weekly. Right. One of the things that we did a lot was, um, I think I went all 81 nights without wearing the same concert shirt twice. I dug into the archives. So before I make my big announcement, which I want you to be part of, okay, you have got to have some really awesome old concert shirts. And I don't mean stained shirts. I mean bands that you love and shirts that you have and save. There's got to be some ones, old school ones now. 
I don't think I have any. What? I don't think I have any. How can you not have this stuff? I don't know because I'm not a hoarder. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean it like that. It's the size of my sangria. I'm an alcoholic. I grow giant squash. Now I'm a hoarder. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, things are really great. Things are great. Other than all of those flaws and imperfections, Carrie, you're doing awesome. Nothing like having me on just to make yourself feel great about yourself, right? I know. <laughs> well, I want to give you a chance to talk about what you have going on at Six String down at Patriot Place. Because in the podcast, we talked about how you guys were back open. So yeah. with everything that's going on right now with Corona and stuff, where is the club at right now? What are you guys doing? Well, we actually started, uh, you know, being, being able to have some acoustic music out on the patio. Oh, cool. It's been on Fridays and Saturdays. We've been doing that. Um, indoors is open. You know, everybody's socially distanced. Uh, you know, we're having, you know, uh, playoff Bruins and Celtics playoff games. Not sure anybody wants to watch the uh, Red Sox play these days. <laughs> Brutal. Um, and we just unfortunately found out today that there'll be no fans of Patriots games. Yeah, which is just... I mean, listen, is anybody surprised by that? No, not at all. Not and at I, all. I mean, we had a conversation the other day. I'm like, there's no way that Baker is letting people. But you know what kills me? They're going to take all your kids and all your teachers and they're going to go throw them into school. But you can't have, you know, 50% capacity in a restaurant. I, you know, I, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. To well, me, from but. what I'm hearing from my friends down south whose kids are already starting to go back to school, they're they're having kids on day one, which was yesterday, test positive and school staff test positive. And so a lot of the people that I know, even though the schools are open partially, are just choosing to homeschool their kids this year because they don't want to deal with it. It's I, Listen, they're going to end up back home eventually, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying, that they're, they'll lock everything down again. And if you go back to work and you don't have, you know, um, support set up to have your kids back at home again, then that's what's going to happen all over again. Oh, so anyways. Um, so, yeah, so it's, listen, it's nice to have some live music down there again. It's nice to have, uh, you know, inside open. And, you know, I mean, I, I look forward to the day that we're able to have you know, concerts again there though, and people can come in and really enjoy themselves and there's football games and, you know, I mean, that's really what, you know. Well, you guys built a beautiful club. We're talking about the six string bar and grill, which is, um, at Patriot place. And you really did kind of turn what was the old Toby Keith's into way more of a live music venue. Yeah, The food's great. The stage sight lines are awesome. I mean, you did that Friends of Six String thing over the winter. And, you know, you everybody can see. It's just a great place to see a show. Well, so, cool. Also raised, I think it was, about, I think, $42,000 for the Boston Children's Hospital that night. Yeah, which, which is unbelievable. Great. Yeah, we had a great night. It was a lot of fun. And listen, we were going to try and do that and, you know, do things like that. And we're still going to. You know, I mean, all that stuff's in the plans. We just have to kind of get through this, right? And we're yeah. going to get through this, the other side of it. And, uh, you know, the crafts have been great as far as, you know, what they've been doing for, you know, helping us and making sure that, you know, we, we continue to be able to, you know, move forward. And, you know, we'll follow all the guidelines that we have to follow. And like I said, hopefully the day comes sooner than later that we can all 
be down there and having shows like that again and, you know, having you there and helping out because it was uh, it was a really fun night. And, yeah, it was uh, great. Look forward to a lot more of those hopefully coming up soon in the future. So, well, 2020 has not brought a lot of great news for a lot of people. And it's been incredibly difficult. I mean, we've joked about it so many times. I can't even count that, like, you know, I was having a hard time in 2020 before the coronavirus hit just because of what happened to the radio station and that this year has been a really, really hard year. And so, bef- wait, go ahead. You need some good news. I have good news. And I I do. And I wanted to keep you on tonight so that I the people that have the Mistress Carrie backstage pass on Patreon already know, and I swore them to secrecy. But I have some big news, and I wanted you, because you and I have known each other for what, going on almost 25 years now? Long time, yeah. So I wanted to be able to tell you. So over the weekend, I um, went on... Um, motorcycle ride down in North Carolina, um, the sixth annual, I don't know if you can see my shirt, the sixth annual Rob's ride. He was a Marine sniper, a legendary Marine sniper that passed away in 2014. And so I went down and, and they have a motorcycle ride in his honor that benefits the sniper foundations. And, uh, so I went down and did that. And then on Sunday, drrr, my boyfriend asked me to marry him. My God. Wow. Congratulations. So 2020 has at least given me one little amazing story in that Fantastic. I'm getting married. I'm wow. engaged. Wow. Congratulations. <sighs> Did you see it coming? Yes and no. I mean, you know, you you get you, you get older and I mean, you have adult conversations about adult things. You know what I mean? No. No. <laughs> How long have you been married, Mike? Come on. I Don't answer the wrong thing. No, it'll be 18 years this year in October. Yeah, see? Exactly. So don't say that you don't know what it's like to have the adult conversations and the adult like whatever, you know. I do, yeah. So on the screen, you can't see it, but on the screen is a, a screen is a close up of my engagement ring, which Mike, I thought you would get a kick out of because it's a black diamond and it has skulls on it. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Very nice. Where do you even get that? Uh, the, the, believe it or not, there are places. The Google machine works well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. I was super excited and I couldn't wait to tell everybody and everybody in the war room, the comments are going crazy. Thank you guys so much for all of the love and uh, all of the support. It's been insane. And Mike, you're one of my oldest friends in music. And so finding out I was going to have you on tonight so that I could tell you with everybody else, I was pretty excited. Very much. I got to ask you though, because I mean, last time we spoke, you were about to go on this road trip with the kids and the whole deal. Yeah. And meet the parents too, right? I mean, wasn't it? Every, yeah. Obviously the road trip went great because I passed inspection with the fam and I should have known that that was a precursor to, sure. yeah. I found That's- out that the ring has been purchased for a while and that the ring was on that road trip and never made an appearance. Was that the plan? It just, he just didn't find the right time? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, know. But Betty says, glad I was able to make it tonight. Shit, Carrie, my ex got engaged the same month, says Diva. Congratulations, says Rachel. Um, I don't know. Everybody's just, the no, messages that's... are going so fast. It's just so sweet. Thank you guys so much for all the love and 
Um, it's it's definitely like made 2020 suck a little bit less, which has been great. So now you have to do all the planning. You're gonna have a bigger thing, or is it gonna? What's it gonna be? I mean, you know? what am I? You can't right now. You know what I mean? Like you can't have a giant wedding, and you can't do. And for maybe next year, you, know, you still don't know what to plan for, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of factors, and I'll I'll have more on that later. There's obviously like the first thing is like, what the hell do I wear? Priority number one, Mike. Come on. <laughs> right. What am I going to wear? I got to yeah. figure that out. You just yeah yeah yeah. It's like the second hardest decision besides who you're going to marry is what you're going to wear. Gotcha. And and it's like right there, you know what I mean? Like decision number one, and then just under it is decision number two. I never realized that was that important, which I guess you're right. Well, that's, I mean, you know, the the dude just has to stand there, man. You got to get the ring right. That's the only thing you have to get right, which he obviously did. So yeah, that's beautiful. Now I got to figure it out. So, and you know, I was like, oh, thank God I got a manicure recently so that when I show people my hands that my nails look good, like this is chick stuff, Mike. Yeah, no, well, listen, that, that one I can understand. If, if you were like, uh, you know, eight weeks into quarantine, <laughs> show these jagged rings. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Be like, I, I got, got I got engaged. Here's my ring. Don't look at my nails. <laughs> totally. Well, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast. And I told you in the podcast, but I want to tell you again in the war room, just it means the world that all of the bands and the musicians that I had such a great relationship with over the years at the radio station have continued to be so supportive with all of my new endeavors and crazy ideas. Like I'm like, Hey, come on Skype and come on my war room show and drink and get drunk on the internet with me. And you're like, okay, why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. No, that's that. Listen, thank you as always. I mean, and that's part of it. You know I mean? There's like you said, there's been a lot of years and a lot of support and, you know, a lot of uh, different times together, you know, and, You've helped us in many different ways. So obviously, you know, and just enjoy having the conversation with you as always. So it's, uh, it's always a good time. I just realized that all the graphics that I built for my big announcement, if you just logged into the war room may look like you and I are getting married. I'm apologizing now, Mike, for all the internet rumors <laughs> that you won't see because you're not really on social media anyway. I'm not. I'm but no, just I, in case you start hearing weird rumors, like people that just take a screen grab of what's going on right now are going to be like, did Mistress Carrie and Mike Mushock get engaged? Did I miss something? <laughs> of the uh, authorities knocking on my door for my uh, second wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'll let you get back to the dog and the math homework and the, you know, songwriting yep. and all of the other stuff that you do. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? We have a couple of weeks before the math homework starts. Oh, really? Yeah, I got to repeat it. On September 2nd, they go back. Oh, all right. So you've you got a little bit more time before you dive headfirst into hell all over again. You know, the thing they were, I, I got to tell you, they were good. I mean, honestly, the reason we we're kind of keeping home, and there's a lot of reasons, but one of them was that they did all right with it. You know what I mean? They, you know. Yeah, they did okay. So I think that uh, I think it's more for the parents just wanting to get the kids out of the house. So like, just take them back to school already. No, and listen, I mean, we're we're in a, a situation where if I'm not on the road, I'm I'm here. You know what I yeah. mean? So much easier. I mean, I can't I can't complain. You know what I mean? My wife's here, and so it's yeah. I mean, we're very fortunate for that. So I I feel though for all the people that have to juggle having a job and 
kids that, you know, yeah. now are not cool. Yeah, exactly. I honestly can't imagine how they do it. Uh, they're amazing. That's why there's a Mother's Day and a Father's Day. No. Yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah. Very good point. Well, thank you once again for all of the support. For anybody that missed the whole interview, the, the video episodes get put up in full back on Facebook and on YouTube. And of course, we'll put your interview up as an after action report on the podcast too, so that people can hear your reaction to my giant squash if they missed it earlier. I mean, what what a great podcast. We had the, the enormous squat and an engagement. An engagement announcement, a giant squash, Fernandez's sangria and bag of dicks. I mean, seriously, we crammed it all in there. I mean, just drop the mic. Yeah, here. just check, check, check. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Doesn't get any better. <laughs> All right, Mike, I'll see you later. Thanks for hanging out with us in the war room. Thanks, Kira. It's great talking to you. All right, we'll see you later. Thank you. Yeah. Mike Mushak from Stained and St. Asonia live on Cocktails in the War Room Tuesday night. July 18th, the year 2020. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Mistress Carrie podcast or all of the bonus stuff that comes along with it. New episodes every Wednesday. And of course, don't forget to join us live every Tuesday night at 8.30 Boston time for Cocktails in the War Room live on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash WAF. That's also where you can find me on Instagram, And on Twitter, YouTube, Cameo, and on Patreon, if you want to get yourself a Mistress Carrie backstage pass, you can find me at Mistress Carrie. Huge thanks once again to Latini Creative Solutions at latinicreative.com and Jumptown Skydiving at jumptown.com for sponsoring this week's episode of Cocktails in the War Room. And don't forget about the current episode of the Mistress Carrie podcast, episode number 11, featuring a man that inspired all of my work with the military and our veterans, Vietnam veteran and Purple Heart recipient, my Uncle Froggy. 